The Performance Motorsports Network presents Burning Rubber Radio. Burning Rubber, baby! I know what the tradition is. You don't even have to explain it. And here it is. Burning Rubber, baby! Now, from the White Lightning TV studios in Statesville, North Carolina, here is your host, Andy DeLay. And it is Andy DeLay, Burning Rubber Radio, everybody. Welcome to the fastest 60 minutes in motorsports. I'm Andy DeLay, of course, and... Up beside Wayne Owens here, and uh, I was gonna we're say, about. I, ho- I hope you're Andy what? Delay. I hope you're Andy Delay. Yeah, man, the guy said it, and I said it. I think twice, <laughs> but whatever, man. Just want to make sure everyone knows. Oh well, anyway, of course that's Wayne Owens over here, making things happen on the board and on the phone and everything else. And, uh, great way, great race this past week at uh, Texas. Yeah, where uh, we watched Bubba Wallace choke. <laughs> And throw the race away, man. That was his to win. And, and he, even, uh, he even admitted as much too. But I mean, now yeah, I at will. Least. I will give credit where credit is due. He got the pole. I'll give him credit. Yeah, man. If you're out there just driving around the track by yourself, anyone can be fast. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. So anyway, uh, uh, that that was a good race this past weekend. Of course, the Xfinity Series went out there, and Little Nemo won that race. And uh, talking about winners, we have one on the show today. Yeah, we, uh, do. we have the 2023 ARCA Series champion. Say his name so I don't mess it up, Wayne. William Sawalich. So Wallach. There we go, man. <laughs> well, William Sawalich is going to be with us so we can celebrate his ARCA Series championship, and uh, which I do believe we spoke to him earlier this year, didn't we, Wayne? Yes, we did. And, uh, and you know, he, got, he gave us the burning rubber baby. That's two in a row now that have gotten championships after the shout. So, I mean, you know, we had, we had the one guy in Ims to get three wins back-to-back. Now we've gotten people yep. championships. I mean, you know, we're, I mean, we're just, and if I, if I remember hearing correctly, Andy, the forecast coming up for this weekend at South Alabama Speedway clear as a bell oh yeah because we were talking to south alabama speedway last weekend mm-hmm. and they said all they've had is rain out there yep. so uh, all right so all we need to do is find me a crown vic to get out there and have fun <laughs> at. and i still gotta call john schneider and be like hey john uh, you want to come race andy for uh for fun oh my god <laughs> Yeah, so folks, last week we were speaking to South Alabama Speedway and they have a Crown Victoria class. And of course, me being the cop for a full-time job, that'd be a fun thing to do is get out there and race the best cruisers that have ever been. Yes. Anyway, Wayne, what else we got? We got NASCAR chef John Dix. Yep, we got the NASCAR chef John Dix. We've got Xfinity News. We've got, uh, I don't think the trucks raced this past weekend. I don't. No, see. they didn't. So uh, we've got Xfinity news. We've got NHRA news from the Betway Carolina NHRA Nationals this past weekend at Zmax Dragway up here in Concord, North Carolina. And oh god, I sound like a northeasterner. I call it Concord, Concord, folks. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry, sorry, Fo- folks from New York, New England. I'm sorry. I love you, but it's not Concord. You didn't conquer a thing. Yeah, it's Concord. Just saying. And. <laughs> and uh, 
Uh, Verstappen's back in the news again this week, Andy. Uh, uh, oh, my uh, gosh. He smacked them down in Formula One. 19 mm-hmm. seconds ahead of second place. Give well, me a break. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be talking about that one so Zach can get mad again this week coming up in yeah. a little bit. Uh, I mean, there's there's just a whole bunch going on here this weekend. All actually, this past weekend, also the annual Valley Star Credit Union 300 in the uh, NASCAR Roots Series uh, was at the famed Martinsville Speedway. We'll be talking about that one coming up as well too uh, when we get back from our first foreign fuel. And speaking of which, it is that time where we go say hello to all of our wonderful sponsors: Monster 3X, Luac Energy Coffee, and everybody else who is a part of the show here. And again, folks, if you're listening to the show. You can find us on the Tan Talk Radio Network. You can find us on Wingding.tv on your Roku and your Fire Stick. You can find us just about anywhere that streaming TV or even streaming radio is readily available nowadays. And with that said, we're going to step aside. We're going to take the first foreign fuel of the show. And when we come back, news of the week. Racing isn't easy, but experiencing it is. iRacing puts you in the driver's seat with the industry's leading sim racing game. Drive on laser scan replicas of the greatest racing circuits from around the world. Go head to head against other drivers chosen by skill based matchmaking to ensure competitive racing at every level. Compete across all your favorite series. In officially licensed cars, engineered to deliver the most accurate driving experience possible. or host your own with players from across the globe. Race against the computer or in a league with friends. Feel the thrill behind the wheel. Visit iRacing.com Want to maximize your driving potential? Drive Refine is the driver optimization program for you. Led by NASCAR winning driver Joey Coulter. No matter if you race locally, nationally, or on a simulator, with a little or a lot of experience, Drive Refine focuses on your tuning scale to optimize communication between the driver and their crew chief. Visit DriveRefine.com for more information today. Hey, this is former NASCAR driver Joey Coulter. This isn't your typical driver coaching. This is Driver Fine. Burning Rubber Radio is social. Like the show at Facebook.com forward slash Burning Rubber Radio. Follow on Twitter at Twitter.com forward slash BRR underscore PMN. And on Instagram at Instagram.com forward slash Burning Rubber Radio. Now back to more Burning Rubber. And we are back on Burning Rubber Radio on Tan Talk Radio Network, Wingding.tv on your Roku, your Fire Stick, wherever streaming TV can be found. And Andy, it's that time, brother, where we dump into some news of the week here. Wait, I, I said dump. I meant jump. Boy, I'm having an off day today. You know what? You've been eating too much Taco Bell, right? I, uh, well, no, actually, no. I started uh, I started my clean eating again this last week here and uh, found, a, found a smoothie that apparently is, uh, <laughs> well, you get the idea. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's making you dump. You pretty much. All right. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, on to some new <laughs> folks. If you're listening on the radio or if you're watching us on the TV, we appreciate you. And if you notice I'm losing a little weight, don't worry. I'm fine. <laughs> and with that though, Andy, uh, you know, we gotta talk we gotta talk Texas here because uh Zach and 
Taylor won picks this past weekend for uh, for the Cup Series by picking Willie B to take home the six shooters. And not only does Willie B get the win in Texas after, of course, Bubba Wallace's uh, choke moment, and uh, but with that, he gives Hendrick Motorsports their 300th win. Very good. And and Willie B really wasn't a factor in this race until the end. No. Um, that, yeah, and 300 wins for um, Hendrick Motorsports. Good job. And it's good to see uh, uh, Rick Hendrick still around to mm-hmm. collect that 300 wins. Yeah, no, definitely still very good to see old uh, old Papa Papa Rick still doing his thing in NASCAR. And, uh, moving on over now, real quickly to the Xfinity Series here too, real quick because this one, this one's another one where it seems like uh, he, he wasn't really around much in the race, and that being John Hunter Nemechek, he gets uh, late control of the race to collect his six shooters in the Xfinity Series. And you know who he beat, right? He beat our buddy Parker Kligerman. Mm-hmm. And not by Park- much either. No. And let me tell you, Parker Kligerman had the car to beat at Texas, but him and Allgaier got wound mm-hmm. up in a, in a you know, door-banging contest there on the last restart and ran. And uh, let's say Allgaier ran Kligerman up the track, lost all of his energy, and boop, went by Nemo, and Kligerman just could not uh, reel him in at the end, which stuck. Yeah, I mean, and, and the worst part is, is he was he was only he was only behind him by I think what maybe a maybe a second and a half, maybe two seconds there at the tail end. But yeah, that that battle, that door to door battle with Allgaier, uh, you know, when you lose all of that momentum, that forward momentum that you have on the track, it especially at a track like Texas, even though it's only a one point five mile circuit, it's hard to gain it back. Yeah, Texas, you're wound up out there in texas and oh well that's racing as they say yeah racing is as racing does and uh i'm gonna go ahead and get this one out of the way early so that uh so that zach can be so that zach can be pretty mad here and that being that max verstappen grabs himself the japanese grand prix out in uh not in Tokyo. I forget exactly where that race is uh, actually held at over in Japan. But with that said, he also takes Suzuka. Yeah, Suzuka. That's right. He also takes the constructors title for 2023. Yeah, and all he's got to do is basically jump in the car next week at Doha and hit the start button, and he's the champion. Yep. Uh, for 2023, he's got a hundred and I want to say a seven hundred and seventy. That's it. 177 point lead over Perez, Sergio Perez over there. Yeah. So he's still, that ain't nothing but a thing. And did you hear what, what, how do you say his name? Leclerc? Uh, Yeah. Charles, Charles Leclerc. Yeah. All right. Did you hear about him? No, I missed it. What happened? Well, he's out there in the safety car they had. Uh And, uh, and, uh, uh, one of the, Red Bull cars lost power and was heading back to the pits. And he thought it was Verstappen, so he thought he passed for third. So he's running the rest of the race until the last lap. His team finally says, what are you doing, man? You're in fourth. Because oh, Verstappen had checked out. And he was like, wow. So he, it was too late to do anything, so he ended up fourth. So he thought he had a podium and ended up not. Not. And, and not only did – he found out the last lap, but 
he still thought it was Verstappen. So he goes, who won the race? And the media had to tell him, no, that wasn't Verstappen. That was the other, uh, the other Red Bull car. Yeah. Uh, Sergio, if I remember. Sergio Perez. That's it. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my gosh, can you imagine that? I'm thinking you need to get out of the car, go up and slap the spit out of your spotter's mouth and go, uh -huh. why aren't you telling me this stuff, boys? Right. Exactly. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that just makes for that just makes for interesting fodder for talk here, and uh, yes. uh, and, and, and I mean, granted, we know Zach's going to be irritated one way or another anyway, but it's just I mean, did Zachary Murtis when it comes to Max Verstappen, and he'll he'll be he'll be jumping jumping through hoops, be like, why did he get another win? And uh, yeah, so that is the thing. And uh, speaking of Grand Prix, Andy MotoGP was out at uh, the Indian Grand Prix this past weekend over in India, and uh, looks like Marco Bazzetti grabs himself the win. And uh, all, albeit due to the fact that uh, Francesco Bagnea had a crash towards the very end of the race, and uh, from what I've heard, it was not a not a kind crash either. Oh, wow. Man, I love MotoGP, but ever since Valentino Rossi retired, mm -hmm. I just don't know any of these guys. Well, now, Bagnaia's been around for a while, so has Bassetti. So, they, they, I mean, they, they are stalwarts when it comes to Formula One. So, or not Formula One, MotoGP. So, uh, I mean, I'm they, sorry, man. I'm still back in the Kenny Roberts, uh, you know, Fast Freddie Spencer, Eddie Lawson era, but fair. That's. 30 years ago so i don't know <laughs> well i mean hey i mean you know i still listen to 80s music 40 years later so i mean you know what's i mean there's no big thing about it right <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> oh man one last bit of news we can touch on here real quick and uh we it, it, we forgot about this too andy is that this past weekend was the annual valley star credit union 500 uh up in martinsville and Trevor ah. Ward, you know, it, it not not a not a name you hear very often when it comes to late model racing, and he, you know, he was the unlikely underdog to pull this one out, and by God, be darned, he did it. He did it. Yeah, he did. And let me tell you, after the race, there was a very entertaining scuffle mm -hmm. in the pits. If yeah, I, I do believe it was it was on Flow Racing. Is uh, yeah, it was, no, it was definitely yeah. on Flow Racing, and I, and I'm trying to see if they, um, they because for for the life of me, my memory sucks. I'm trying to remember who it was that actually got in the scuffle. I'm even trying to look at the article I've got here to see if it mentions anything, but it does not. I think it, I think it involved Landon Huffman though. Whoever it was, it was uh, Katie Bar the door. They were having at it. The cops got involved in that one. Gotta love it, right? <laughs> yeah, earn that off-duty pay, boys. Yeah, right. Where, like, where, wow. where, where, where's that theme song when we need it? Whoop, bad boys. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> which, uh, which, by the way, folks, I'm gonna go ahead and tell Andy this now, and you guys are gonna be privy to it on the air. That's his new ringtone on my phone. Bad boys, bad boys. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's kind of funny. Anyway, I, I mean, I mean, hey, it pays homage to what you do, right? <laughs> oh, okay. Next. <laughs> and uh, with that said, here, folks, that's going to round out news of the week number one uh, for this week here on the show. Uh, when we come back a little bit later on towards the end and we get picks in and all that other fun stuff, uh, we'll be talking ASA. We'll be talking Stuart Friesen. We'll be talking smoke getting disqualified. Unbelievable. Carolina Nationals. We'll, we'll talk all of that a little later on in the show. 
But for right now, we're going to step aside. We're going to take our next foreign fuel. And when we come back, Andy, we're going to have a celebration of a champion. Yeah. And that being William Sawalich. when we come back. We all make choices. When it comes to alcohol, kids make choices whether to drink or not. Bye, Dad. Bye-bye. Remember, I'm going to Alex's party tonight and sleeping over. Yeah, have fun. Hey, have a seat for a second. Remind me about that party again. Alex is just and adults make choices whether to talk about it. That's true of parents and every other trusted adult in a kid's life. Kids want to know our expectations when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. They want guidance and honest answers to their questions. And it makes a difference when the message is consistent and part of everyday conversations. So talk with your kids and help lead them on a positive path. Because when you talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. I'm Captain Jeff Vickers from Florida Fishing and Adventures. Do you want to constantly catch more fish, spend less time changing baits? If so, Monster 3X baits, jigs, and scents are the answer. Monster 3X baits are tough, durable, and resistant, which allows you to catch more fish per bait. The combination of the Monster 3X lure with the Procure Bait Super Scent, you would be landing more fish right away. Whether it's the Monster 3X Ultra Soft or the X Swim lures, Swim Shad, Paddle Tails, Crawfish, or the X Frog, Monster 3X, you'll always find it in my tackle box. Burning Rubber Radio is social. Like the show at facebook.com forward slash burning rubber radio. Follow on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash BRR underscore PMN. And on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash burning rubber radio. Now back to more burning rubber. And we are back on burning rubber radio on the Tan Talk Radio Network, wingding.tv on your Roku, your Fire Stick, wherever streaming TV can be found. Burning rubber radio is most likely there. And uh, you're probably looking over to your left over here on the screen, and you're probably wondering, hey, where's Andy DeLay at? He had to run out of the studio real quick. Uh, <laughs> I have not figured out where he went yet. Uh, but, folks, I'm sure when he comes back, no, knowing him, he'll probably show up for the NASCAR chef, John Dix. I was kind of... Uh, I was kind of poking fun with him, uh, poking fun with him too uh, earlier on in the show. I bet I, I was like, I bet you we're gonna have some blue chair bay in the celebration we got coming up here in a little bit. And that being time for a said celebration, William Sawalich is on the line with us here. William, sixteen years old, and ARCA Menard Series champion, buddy. Congratulations! Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. It's uh, definitely a cool thing to do at such a young age. Uh, and I, honestly, based on the record books, I think you're—I I would dare say—I think you're the youngest Arkham Menard Series champion ever. Uh, I think so. Maybe Arkham Menards East. I think because I can't uh, run full time in Arkham Menards, but East Series, I think so. It might be close, but I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and and, and now, granted, considering your birthday is uh, is next week uh, at seventeen, that means you get to move into the full Arkham mm. Menard Series, does it not? Um, I, the only track I can unlock next year is Pocono. Ah. Uh, you can run that at 17. I'm pretty sure. Gotcha. But when I turn 18, I'll be able to do the, the full thing for sure. Well, Hey, you know what? That's just two more years of good experience over here on the East side of the world. And, uh, 
Yeah, who knows what uh, who knows what 2024 has in store for you here. But uh, but with that said, you know not only have you done the Arca Menards series, you you have gotten your hands into uh, uh, the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series as well uh, for Tricon Garage uh, this season as well. But you know I have to ask here because uh, you know. It, it's it's an honor of all things to be able to race for you know the big names in there like Joe Gibbs or Rick Hendrick or anything like that, and you get to do that in the Arkham Menards East Series. How and we talked to you earlier on in the year, but I don't think we ever touched on it. How how did things come about with you and JGR to get everything situated? Yeah, uh, so when I started in super late models, uh, I met this guy named Bon Sus. Um, he crew, che- crew chiefed me a couple times in the pro late model side of things with Donnie Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, so got to know him and, uh, he connected me with the TRD family. Um, and then that kind of just went to, uh, Joe Gibbs racing and we wanted to race for them and thought it'd be a good, good spot for me. And, uh, we got to know Coy real well, um, Coy Gibbs and, mm-hmm. um, sadly he joined the Lord, but, um, yep. I mean that relationship stood strong and we um signed the contract i think last year november ish um and yeah here we are now and it's been an amazing year yeah that it has and and you know of course if we go over all of your achievements too i mean you talk about not not just this year you know winning the championship but you know you've got back last year the scca trans am ta2 pro-am champion uh, you know, the Rumble in the River 125 winner, the Throwback 276 winner at Hickory Motor Speedway, which I'm not going to lie, I, I'm kind of partial to Hickory, you know, being from North Carolina, just saying. And then, of course, you know, also this year, the Orange Blossom 100 winner. So, I mean, you, you my friend, not only not only champion, but you have you have won some of the biggest names in grassroots motorsports races this between this year and last. Yeah, for sure. I mean, all those races were good learning experiences for my for my future, and even this year they helped me mm-hmm. um, just get an understanding of what I need to do to win races for sure. Um, and it's always been a good time racing late model stocks and super late models and pro late models. Uh, so last year was definitely a good year for me, and switching between those three types of cars um, as well as Trans Am to help my road racing skills a little bit. I definitely still need some more work on that, but uh, I think everything's going well. Yeah, I would dare say everything's going well. Now, I and, I, and you know, we don't often get to talk to drivers this much about this little specific point. You know, how, how does racing a late model stock compare to, uh, you know, racing like Arkham Menards East or Arkham Menards in general? Because if I'm not mistaken the the type of car in the late model stock is not that much different to the cars that are in the Arkham Menards East. Yeah, uh, so the late model stock has probably about 150 less horsepower than a Arkham Menards car. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the first difference that you might notice. But also the Arca car's weight um, kind of brings the acceleration down right. a little bit. When Like when I jump right back into the late model stock after being in an ARCA car. Um, I felt like I was in a rocket ship. And <laughs> then I went to a super, and then I'm like, holy cow, this is even even better. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of crazy from me getting used to the ARCA car and then jumping back into what I am formerly used to, um, the difference it makes. And then also different tire compounds. Yep. Um, and 
honestly, competition level makes a difference for sure. I feel like uh, every late model stock field you go to is very competitive and very dense, um, mm-hmm. as well as super late models. Um, I'll be running the Snowball Derby this year, too, so really? it'll be my first time, and I'm really excited. All right. Well, you've heard it right here first on Burning Rubber Radio, folks. William Swalich, he he's going to be out doing the do, doing the snowball derby down at Five Flags Speedway. So, uh, yeah, that's that's going to be a good thing. Now, I and, and another good point to kind of touch on here too, William. Come to think of it, here uh, when when Arkham Menards East and and the primary Arkham Menards series were were kind of working side by side with some of the races this year. Did you get a chance to race with any of the any of the big names in the Arca series, like Frankie Muniz or any of those guys? Or, uh, yeah, I got to race around Frankie a little bit, and then Jesse. Um, we've been kind of battling back and forth for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we battled pretty good at Milwaukee uh, and the last few laps at Bristol. Um, yeah, I mean it's been it's been pretty cool battling with those guys. Uh, I definitely know I can be there and have the speed to run with them, um, and I definitely have the wins to show it. And you know, I got I gotta ask because knowing that you have raced against Frankie Muniz, now now this is gonna now this is gonna show my age, obviously. You know, be, being in my thirties, mm-hmm. uh, knowing knowing that Frankie, you know, has Hollywood fame, you know, Cody Banks and all the other stuff that he's done over the years. What what's it like racing with a Hollywood guy? I mean, I, I, I from what I've heard from other drivers, you know, there's not the big ego there. There's not a lot of, you know, attention seeking that he goes for. He just gets out and races. Is that is would would you would you say that's pretty uh, pretty safe to safe bet across the board? Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. He's uh he wants to be a race car driver. I know I think I've heard him say that it's it's his dream and he loves it. Uh, which I think is awesome, and for him to be in the sport uh, definitely helps grow it, and um, definitely thankful for what he's doing for the sport. Very cool stuff indeed. So uh, moving in now, getting ready for uh, 2024 here as we get ready to round. Well, we've already rounded out the ARCA series. Uh, we've already, we're have already we getting ready to round out the NASCAR series. Uh, the truck series, of course, getting ready to wrap up for this year. Uh, do you have any other truck races that are planned for 2023? Um, nothing planned, um, nothing signed yet, but just, I mean, I'm pretty sure we're hoping for the same thing next year, same amount of races. Maybe if we could add some more, that'd be nice. Um, with the ARCA side of things, it'll be the same thing as as this year. Um, and late model stock stuff, we're going to hit all the big events. Um, same with super late models. Very cool stuff. Uh, now, did you get a chance to race in the throwback 276 this year? Cause I, I don't think I saw your name on the, uh, on the register sheet, uh, I did not. I believe I might have been in a Richmond, Richmond in the truck. I think I can't really remember, but um, I had a either an ARCA race or a truck race that weekend. But if not, I would have loved to be back there. I love Hickory. Yeah, right, Hickory. Uh, it, and for a five eighth mile track, Hickory is one of the uh, Hickory is one of the cooler tracks to race on. Yeah, it, it's in need of some repairs. Uh, Dale Jr. If you're listening, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so and and I had you know here's actually here's another great track to bring up too. Uh, knowing that Arca uh, or at least late models in general, like the Cars Late Model Tour, you know, had a chance to go back to the famed North Wilkesboro Speedway. I, I mm-hmm. have to I have to ask, what are your thoughts on the possibility of uh, that? Now there, I don't I've heard, I've not heard any rumbles of Arca possibly going to North Wilkesboro, but there's talk that NASCAR themselves may be going uh, to North Wilkesboro for two races next season. 
Do you think it may be possible we might see Arkham and uh, the Arkham and Art Series East maybe maybe make a run there? I mean, I'd love that. That's a pretty cool track. It wears on the tires mm-hmm. um, pretty bad. It's like a cheese grater, so yep. it's kind of like Hickory in a sense, but just faster. Yep. And um, I, I mean, I'd love the possibility. I think an Archer car over there be there would be awesome. Now and, and and granted too because you know they've already they've redone everything with North Wilkesboro they you know they repainted all the lifts and everything like that like they made it you know they they made it look real pretty I mean they they kept the historic factor but man <laughs> have you been to Wilkesboro lately by chance Yeah uh, I raced there in the super late model and the late model stock race uh, both did not go my way but yeah. it was still a really neat experience that it is uh and speaking of late models too now now this is one that i didn't uh, another one i didn't catch your name in on uh did you get a chance to run the the valley star credit union 500 uh yesterday or this past weekend uh well i mean unfortunately i did not i was in the heat race i can say that uh but then i wrecked out so it wasn't, oh, man. wasn't really good but um you know it is what it is and it was cool being there in a late model stock i was there in a truck earlier this year mm-hmm. so that was um kind of a a weird contrast because i feel like the truck you could drive it straighter in and uh, it would cut in the late model it, mm-hmm. you have to use the momentum through the corner to get a good exit yeah and and, and actually to a point too you actually kind of got to get down right down there on the rumble strips too don't you yeah and you have to be careful to not go over it because it'll mm. mess your whole corner up <laughs> yeah exactly that corner exit is uh critical when it comes to martinsville speedway uh, so as far as like 2024 plans, we know you're going to be back in the Arkham Menards East car. Uh, we know, we know you've got some late model stock stuff coming up, super lates, pro lates, all that. And, and hopefully some more truck runs for, for next season. What, what would you say are, are some of the standout late model races that you're looking at being in coming up uh, next season? Um, I think I'm going to try to do the world series of asphalt in New Smyrna, the whole thing. Okay. Um, and then, all-American 400, Winchester 400, Snowball Derby, uh, maybe Martinsville again next year, and then just a few Cars Tour races in between whenever I can make that possible. Um, and then I think there's a pretty big race in Florence in the late model stock at the end of the year as well that I might might be doing. Uh, yeah, if I remember hearing correctly, I think uh, yeah, it's it's becoming an annual thing now that they're doing down at Florence Motor Speedway. So uh, so that's that's going to be a good thing to see you in as well too. Well, William, it yeah. has been an absolute blast, my friend. You know, we we like, like I said, sixteen years young, already a champion uh, in in one of the top grassroots series in the country, being the Arkham Menard Series East. You know, you got one more year there, and then you look to move into the actual full Arkham and Arts series and, and take what you've learned over the last few seasons. And I, I gotta, I gotta dare say, I feel like you're going to be dominant beyond 2023. We're we, I'm going to, I'm going to call it now and say, we might see his champion again next year. Yeah. I mean, if we did it this year, why not do it next year? For exactly, sure. Exactly. Right. And uh, now one thing we didn't, one thing we didn't touch on here, and I'm going to, I'm going to add this as one little point before we get out of here for the week is uh-huh. that earlier in the week or earlier in the year, when you talked to us, you gave us a big old burning rubber baby. And you know what we told, we, you know what we told you about the two tenths on the racetrack. See, now you're the second guy that's gotten a championship off of that shout. That's awesome. Yeah. That is great. I didn't, I didn't really realize that. And that's uh 
Thanks for bringing that to my attention. <laughs> well, hey, you know what? Before we wrap up, we got to get another one from you. Burning rubber, baby, at the top of your lungs, William. Burning rubber, baby. All right. William Sawalich, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to step aside. We are going to take our next foreign fuel. And when we come back, this dude to my left better be back because the NASCAR chef, John Dix, is in the house. Racing isn't easy. But experiencing it is. iRacing puts you in the driver's seat with the industry's leading sim racing game. Drive on laser scan replicas of the greatest racing circuits from around the world. Go head to head against other drivers chosen by skill based matchmaking to ensure competitive racing at every level. Compete across all your favorite series. In officially licensed cars, engineered to deliver the most accurate driving experience possible. Join a race or host your own with players from across the globe. Race against the computer or in a league with friends. Feel the thrill behind the wheel. Visit iRacing.com. Want to maximize your driving potential? Drive Refine is the driver optimization program for you. Led by NASCAR winning driver Joey Coulter. No matter if you race locally, nationally, or on a simulator, with a little or a lot of experience, Drive Refine focuses on your tuning scale to optimize communication between the driver and their crew chief. Visit DriveRefine.com for more information today. Hey, this is former NASCAR driver Joey Coulter. This isn't your typical driver coaching. This is Driver Fine. This is Burning Rubber Radio. Now let's get cooking in the kitchen with the NASCAR chef, John Dix. And we are back on Burning Rubber Radio on Tantalk Radio Network, Wingding.tv on your Roku, your Fire Stick, and wherever streaming radio and TV is available for you here. And man, Andy, you come back at the right time. You know that? I, I, I hate that you had to miss Williams' uh, celebration, man. He was popping. He was popping that blue chair bay, man. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, man, it smells good in here, though. <laughs> I know, right? I think I think there's some muffins. Yeah. Oh my God, it's muffins, Andy. Oh, John Dix, yeah. what is up, brother? Hey guys, burning rubber, baby. Burning rubber, burning rubber, baby. All right. So, what you got for us this week, John? I smell muffins. Am I right? Yes, sir, Wayne. We're gonna do some jalapeno corn muffins and folks the recipe is on screen for you right now john take it away my friend okay gang we're going to start with two cups of cornmeal one cup of unbleached flour eight teaspoons of sugar one teaspoon of salt eight tablespoons of baking powder three large eggs two cups of milk six tablespoons of butter you want it melted one cup of whole kernel corn, and four tablespoons of jalapeno peppers. And you want to chop them up fine into little pieces. And what we're going to do, guys, we're going to preheat our oven to 350 degrees. We're going to combine in a bowl the cornmeal, the flour, the salt, the sugar, and the baking powder. Mix it up real good. And then you want to mix in your eggs and your milk and your melted butter. Blend it well. Then stir in the corn and the peppers. What you can do, guys, you want to spray your oven pan, or you can use those little uh, baking cups, 
and fill each of each of the little tub about two thirds full. Don't fill it up all the way because it'll your your um, flour and stuff will expand when it cooks. All right, you want to cook it for about twenty to twenty five minutes and check it with a toothpick or a butter knife. Just stick it in there, and when it comes out clean, it's done. You want to let it uh, cool for a couple minutes. Turn them over on a dish or a tray, and it's that simple, guys, and enjoy them with some good melted butter. Man, that does sound good. Yeah. I, I, granted, granted, we uh, we got to be careful with the jalapenos, though, because we know where Andy's going to end up. <laughs> yeah, buddy, and, and that sweating it out, too, all the <laughs> yeah. jalapenos. Yeah, right. Yeah, because if I'm not mistaken, John, on the Scoville scale, jalapenos are at a what, a 200 on the Scoville? Uh, they're about that, you know. Um, it, when you cook with jalapenos, do too, guys, sometimes it kind of uh, – uh, you know, it milds them down a little bit mm-hmm. rather than eating just raw jalapenos. But make sure you get the seeds out because yeah. that'll help keep them down a little bit cool. Right, exactly. Well, folks, if you ever want to get a hold of the NASCAR chef, all you got to do is shoot him an email at racing to the grill. That's R A C I N G, the number two, the grill at gmail.com. Uh, and again, folks, anytime you have recipes, anything like that, send them over to the NASCAR chef and you never know your recipe may just make it on this, on the next episode of burning rubber radio. And, uh, you know what? Speaking of recipes, John, I found a lemon pepper chicken recipe, uh, the other day that, man, I'm not gonna lie. I I actually have gotten back in the kitchen and started doing some cooking now that I'm kind of doing a little bit more clean eating and, uh, it, it was a sautéed lemon pepper chicken. You ever done one of those? That sounds good, Wayne. Uh, fire it to me and let me look at it. All right. Yeah, we'll send it your way here, buddy. And uh, But, yeah, just sautéed in a little bit of olive oil and uh, a little bit of lemon pepper seasoning. And whew, I'm not going to I tell lie. you what, too, uh, that Wayne doesn't know about this, but the chef and I have been talking. We're going to put together a little... A little cookbook for Christmas season this year that we're going to put up for sale on BurningRubberRadio.com. It's going to be cheap. Just got to cover, help us cover the cost of this thing. And we will be putting this out next month mm. or so. The chef's getting everything together, and it should be, like always in everything he does, be good. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, no, we're we're gonna we're gonna have like custom, we're gonna have custom graphics. We're gonna make it all. We're gonna make it all look real pretty and sparkly. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll be fun, guys. We'll have a good time with that. Yeah, it definitely will, buddy. And uh, with that said, here you know we can't let you leave without those three famous words, my friend. Burning rubber, baby. Burning rubber. Burning rubber, baby. All right, and folks, take one last good look at the recipe if you're watching us on wingding.tv. If you're on the Tantalk Radio Network or any of our other radio affiliates, Radio St. Pete, uh, Sunshine 96.7, Frontier Country, wherever you might be listening to us at on the radio side of the thing this week here, head over to wingding.tv, and you can grab this recipe. It's about probably about 45 minutes into the show. So if you go and fast forward, you'll be able to find it. And with that said here, we're going to step aside. We're going to take our final foreign fuel of the show this week. And Andy, when we come back, we've got that final news of the week, including smokes disqualification at Z-Max Dragway. Racing isn't easy, but experiencing it is. iRacing puts you in the driver's seat with the industry's leading sim racing game. Drive on laser scan replicas of the greatest racing circuits from around the world. Go head to head against other drivers chosen by skill based matchmaking to ensure competitive racing at every level. 
compete across all your favorite series. In officially licensed cars, engineered to deliver the most accurate driving experience possible. Join a race or host your own with players from across the globe. Race against the computer or in a league with friends. Feel the thrill behind the wheel. Visit iRacing.com. We all make choices. When it comes to alcohol, kids make choices whether to drink or not. Bye, Dad. Bye-bye. Remember, I'm going to Alex's party tonight and sleeping over. You know, have fun. Hey, Em, have a seat for a second. Remind me about that party again. And adults make choices whether to talk about it. That's true of parents and every other trusted adult in a kid's life. Kids want to know our expectations when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. They want guidance and honest answers to their questions. And it makes a difference when the message is consistent and part of everyday conversations. So talk with your kids and help lead them on a positive path. Because when you talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. I'm Captain Jeff Figures from Florida Fishing and Adventures. Do you want to constantly catch more fish, spend less time changing baits? If so, Monster 3X baits, jigs, and scents are the answer. Monster 3X baits are tough, durable, and resistant, which allows you to catch more fish per bait. The combination of the Monster 3X lure with the Procure Bait Super Scent, you would be landing more fish right away. Whether it's the Monster 3X Ultra Soft or the X Swim lures, Swim Shad, Paddle Tails, Crawfish, or the X Frog, Monster 3X, you'll always find it in my tackle box. Visit our website at burningrubberradio.com for recipes from the NASCAR chef, John Dix, and more great content. Now back to more Burning Rubber Radio. And we are back on Burning Rubber Radio on the Tan Talk Radio Network, Wingding.tv, Roku, your fire stick, wherever streaming TV is found, and all over the world on other great affiliate radio stations like Radio St. Pete, Sunshine 96.7 FM, and also Frontier, Frontier Country, Country. And actually, you know what we cannot forget? Our other newest affiliate, Oldies 101, out in Wyoming. That's right, man. And so, good times, great oldies out there on those fo- on the, on that wonderful station out there, Frontier Country out in the Midwest as well, doing all sorts of fun stuff there. And uh, man, Andy, it, it, hard to believe we're already in the final segment of the show again this week. It, I mean, we are the fastest sixty minutes for a reason, right? That's right. Speaking, we're smoking them down here. And, and speaking of smoking them down here, this past weekend, Zmax Dragway. Uh, the Betway Carolina NHRA Nationals, Tony Stewart and his McPhillips Racing Top Alcohol Dragster were disqualified. Un- unreal, because he was all set to be the champ in this thing. You know, Tony Stewart's going to be the champion this year. I don't know where that puts him now. Is it like... So, based on the way the articles wrote up here, Andy, uh, Smoke had made two qualifying runs on Friday... Uh, with his best ET of 5.256 at 271.02 miles an hour, placing him fourth overall on the timesheet uh, heading into the Saturday fine, uh, Saturday limbs. However, during post-run inspection on Friday night, 
unapproved ignition parts were discovered. So that's where he got the DQ. And I heard it was nothing that was performance enhancing or anything like that. It was some used part or something like that they needed and they threw on there at the mm -hmm. track and Yep, and, and with that, so uh, with that, as a result, NHRA issued a DQ penalty uh, on Saturday afternoon, and uh, based on uh, uh, who is this here? The official, uh, the official statement read: uh, He has been disqualified from the event, and zero points will be awarded per the NHRA rulebook. And prior to the disqualification, Stewart was the top alcohol points leader, sixty-four points ahead of uh, Julie Nat uh, Natas. And uh, with that said. Not sure how Natos did this past weekend at the Betway Nationals. I'll have to, uh, we'll have to do a little bit of digging on that. Get back to you on next week's show with that one. Uh, but most likely, considering they only have four races left in the countdown to the championship here, that is going to put a little bit of a dent in Stewart's chances at being champion. Yeah, but knowing Smoke, he'll get out there and yeah, put it up front. You, um, I have not lost confidence in him. No. You know, that guy is a, I guess you can't call them wheelmen in there because they're going straight, but the, the guy's <laughs> just fast. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you can call him, well, I mean, granted, we're kind of stealing Ryan Newman's nickname here, but you can call him Rocket Men. <laughs> And women. Yeah, it basically is <laughs> like what those things are. Pretty much. Uh, moving on, though, over here to a last little bit of news of the week here. Uh, ASA was out and about this weekend, Andy, and champions were crowned at Five Flags Speedway. The ASA Midwest Tour race at Elko Speedway was washed out Saturday night, so the Southern Super Series uh, crowned a 2023 champion after their doubleheader at Five Flags over the weekend. And who won that championship? Well, Steven Nassie gets a race win, really? but he is not the champion. Uh, oh. Ruggiero gets the championship. I'd be darned. I thought, well, it would have been nice, but <laughs> Steven Nassie being a local boy from down in my neck of the woods in mm -hmm. Pinellas County, Florida, so good for him. Yep, he made the most out of his uh, first start with Anthony Campy Racing this past weekend and uh, took the lead from of all people, Bubba Pollard with less Bubba. than 20 to go and winning uh, winning his first super late model race of the year in the American Welding Society 100. And uh, he took the lead on uh, the lap 82 restart and just pulled away in the final couple of laps there. So some good stuff there for him. But uh, but Talking to Bubba Pollard, I hear the NASCAR mm -hmm. chef John Dix may have him finally Finally, really, after how many years have we been trying to get Bubba on here? We may have a connection to get him on Burning Rubber Radio. So, folks, hmm. pray. We have tried everything. I mean, hey, that would be that would be pretty good to see. Uh, that would be pretty good to see him come on the show here. And uh, moving on over to some other winners, Andy, uh, up in Malta, New York, at Albany Saratoga Speedway, Stuart Friesen at it again. He gets himself wow. a win this past weekend at Albany Saratoga, and walks away with a check for eleven thousand five hundred dollars. So wow, uh, so that's second in a row for him, isn't it? That's the second big payday in a row. Yeah. I mean, he's stealing everybody's lunch money. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Uh, and yeah, actually, good for him. He needs it. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, Stewart's doing a lot of good stuff in his uh, in his in the dirt side in the lower tier series, grassroots as we like to grassroots, call them. Grassroots. Uh, and and anybody who calls it other than grassroots, I'm sorry, it's grassroots. 
But with that said here, uh, we want to get back over to the NHRA real quick, Andy, because we did, we did kind of kind of divert a little bit to some other news of the week here. And uh, Mike Salinas made headlines this past weekend at the Betway Carolina NHRA Nationals, and he is the first top fuel driver to reach, you ready for this? Because we, we've talked about this with the dragsters over the last few weeks, 300 miles per hour at Z-Max Dragway. That's how is what I want to know. <laughs> with a with a total elapsed time of again now now this is this tells you how fast they are going. 3.647 seconds and a speed of 338 miles per hour. You know, there's got to be, you have to be approaching the limits of the G-load on the human body uh -huh. uh, with some of the three seconds from zero to 330 plus miles an hour within yeah. a quarter mile. No, eighth That's mile. An eighth, excuse me, an eighth mile. How, how did, uh, it's just got to be crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guarantee, I guarantee you when you get out of that car, uh, you, you, you got to take a second because there's no way you're just jumping out of the car uh, even even john force can admit, admit to something like that it takes him a minute to get out of the car after you know hitting speeds like that so yeah you know it's it, it it's a thing it really is uh and speaking of funny car and john force here robert height this past weekend uh shot to the top in uh, the final funny car qualifier on saturday night uh, and his was a 3.824 run at 330.15 miles per hour. The JFR driver was wow. uh, was all smiles at the end of uh, at the end of qualifying. There, I'm trying to see who made out well when it comes to elims on Sunday. Here, I don't see the article on it yet, so we'll uh, we'll we'll get back to you guys on that one as well next week. Here to let you know how the Carolina Nationals turned out uh, this past weekend at. Uh, Z-Max Dragway. And uh, also, one more, our buddy, Rico Abreu, back in the news again. And he Good gets deal. the win this past weekend at Eldora Speedway. God, smoke's in here multiple times this week, Andy. Yeah, that's, that's a course for folks that don't know, that don't know out there uh, listening. Uh, Tony Stewart owns Eldora Speedway. Mm -hmm. Man, he's in everything. Drag racing. He owns Stewart Haas Racing. Mm -hmm. He owns Eldora Speedway. He owns SRX Racing. Yep. Wow. Actually, well, actually, and speak, you know what, uh, going back over to the NHRA here real quick, I actually just did happen to find the, I think I found the news results here. Uh, Matt Hagen, speaking of JFR, dropped the new Z-Max Dragway track record as well as the lowest funny car ET of the season during Friday night's qualify. Oh, wow. No, never mind. That was going back to that. Oh, uh, man. So Hagen had one. Uh, let's see. The Tony Stewart Racing driver delivered a 3.825 second run at 333.49 miles per hour under the lights. Now that's in funny car, mind you. Now that yeah. was that was on Friday night. Now again, we saw the, with a the record at 338 in top fuel as well. So, man, that you you know we're we're. There was a day not too long ago that people said, get out of here if you're talking over 300 miles an hour. Now they're at 332, 
Do you think we'll ever see 350, 375? Hell, 400? You, you know what? Honestly, I, I would not be surprised if we see 400 in the near future because, you know, you, you, you got guys like this, Andy, that go out all the time on the salt flats out in, out in the desert. Yeah. And they're out there doing, you know, five, 600 miles per hour. And so it, it's like if they can do it out in the desert and they've got as good a control on those cars there – as they do in the NHRA, it, I got a feeling it is very, very possible. Now, granted, you're going to need a lot better ear protection for fans at the racetrack because something like that screaming 600 miles an hour by you, if you if you don't have a way to almost deafen your ears, you will be deaf. You know, how the heck are you going to stop that is what I want to know. But anyway, I... I'll watch, and we'll see. Yeah, no, we'll definitely have to wait and see what happens there. With that said, though, folks, we have got to get ourselves over to picks for the week here. Talladega coming up again this week yeah. already. And, um, Andy, you have pick number one, sir. Okay, you ready? Hold on to your seat. I'm taking Carson Hosevar to win this weekend. That's right. He is running this weekend, didn't he? Yep, he's uh, running for... In the forty-two car, I do believe it. Yeah, forty-two. Uh, okay, so he's going to be doing a he's going to be doing a little running on the uh, on the side, Scotts, where uh, Ty Dillon should so, should normally have been, but oh well. Or not Ty Dillon. Who was? Uh, uh, why isn't I'm forgetting his name already? Noah Gregson. Oh yeah, he was. He's taking Noah Gregson's seat for a few races this mm-hmm. year. And so good stuff for Carson because he's. I tell you what, he has been performing this year too. So yeah, he has. He was almost. He had. He was in the top ten a lot. Texas. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So yeah. So some good stuff there for Carson. So good luck to him this weekend. If I had to pick anybody, I'm gonna probably say God, Super Speedways. Anything can happen. Yep. I, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to take a random stab in the dark here and I'm going to, I'm going to call him a dark horse. I'm going to say Eric Jones. That's not that dark. He about spanked him to Texas. He was running up front. Yeah, exactly. So, but I'm going to, I'm going to call him a dark horse just because it's a super speedway, you know? I thought you were going to say Corey LaJoy. (laughs) I mean, Hey, you know, Corey's not a bad pick either. So uh, actually, I'll tell you what, we're going to give that to Zachary Murtis because uh, Zach did not get a pick in this week. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if he Zach, I hope you're okay, man. He's usually on with us, and I ain't heard from him this week. So, Oh, actually, no. Wait a minute. You know what? I'm wrong. Zach, uh, Zach did get a pick in this week oh, here. Oh, he snuck one in. Yeah, he snuck one in. He, him and Bobby Dale Earnhardt are going with, oh, my God, I get choker. Choker is their pick for the week. You're kidding me. Go with Bubba Wallace. They they are going with Bubba Wallace. Uh, Taylor, however, I don't think. I'm looking here. No, Taylor was the one that didn't get a pick in. So we'll give him Corey LaJoy. And, uh, I swore Taylor got a pick in. No, he, uh, he, he was being a braggart about how he's picked the most ah. winners this year. So. Yeah, no, yeah. Give him Ty Dillon. <laughs> uh I, i'll give him Corey just to be nice uh just to be nice here and uh and again bobby dell earnhardt he also took uh he also he, like i said him and zachary murders took the choker for the week here nascar shift john dix you have the final pick of the week sir well guys the last time i was in uh, victory lane which was a while ago was with my buddy eric amarillo mm-hmm. and i believe he's gonna pull it off this weekend and if I heard right from the rumors, you may be at Talladega this weekend, huh? 
Uh, I'm hoping to be there. I'm waiting to hear if my pass has come in yet. So right. I'm, I'm supposed to be getting them from Stuart Haas. So we'll see. Hey, there you go. Go go up there and talk to Tony and be like, hey, can I man the grill for a few minutes? He won't be there. There you go. It's, it's all zippy. Uh, Greg Zippendelli, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I'll see. Yeah. If we go, I'll see Zippy this weekend, so. Well, hey, hey, make sure you ask Zippy if you can man the grill for a minute. I'm sure, I'm sure the gal, uh, gal who's cooking now could use a break for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. With that said here, folks, we have got to get ourselves out of here for another week of Burning Rubber Radio. And again, Andy, you know, like normal, we are the fastest 60 minutes in motorsports, brother. And with that yep. said here, uh, man, 60 minutes already gone by just like that. And with that said, we're going to be on next week as well. For our guest this week from the Arkham Menard Series, William Sewallis, 2023 champion, Andy DeLay, NASCAR Shift, John Dix, Bobby Dale Earnhardt, Taylor Burris, Zachary Murtis, Jeremy Taylor, and everybody else that's involved in the show. We love you guys. And until next week, burning rubber, baby. Burning rubber, baby. Burning Rubber Radio is a production of the Performance Motorsports Network in association with the White Lightning TV Studios in Statesville, North Carolina. This week's episode was produced by Wayne Owens. Remember to visit BurningRubberRadio.com for news, recipes, and more great content. Burning Rubber Radio may also be downloaded from our podcast site, pmn2.com, or from Spotify, iTunes, or Google Podcasts. The opinions expressed on this show are those of the hosts and guests and do not reflect those of the Performance Motorsports Network or the Scorpion Radio Group. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of the Performance Motorsports Network or the Scorpion Radio Group.